Welcome back to my podcast, Love and Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius, and today I will be talking about food stamps, eligibility, or also known as the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, changes that have been made for 2024. So before I get into the changes that were made for 2024, I actually want to speak on the background of the SNAP program. The SNAP program was built in 1933 as a part of the Agriculture Adjustment Act that was created during the Great Depression. So due to the fact that farmers were struggling to deal with the excess of supply, the federal government decided to help the farmers out by buying their product and distributing the items and hunger relief agencies. Now in 1939, the food stamp program was initially called the food stamps plan that was put in effect by President Franklin D. Roosevelt. So the food stamp plan was available to the low income and what they would do is purchase food stamps to be able to purchase food. So now I'm going to pass forward to the changes of the food stamps eligibility. So so the U.S. Department of Agriculture decided to make some changes to the SNAP benefits, such as the deductions, income eligibility standards. These changes were made based off the cost of living because last year in October uh, 2023, the benefits for food stamps actually increased by 12.5%. And also last year in June, President Joe Biden signed the Fiscal Responsibility Act. And the purpose of this bill is to basically suspend $31.4 trillion of debt ceiling until January the 1st of 2025. So I'm just going to go over a little things that are in this act because what they did was just made some arrangements uh, spending reductions and also made some adjustments to federal programs in order to save. So in the bill, it actually cancels approximately $30 billion in the COVID-19 era funds that has not been spent by federal agencies. So these are some of the programs that are going to be affected by this. The Department of Health Human Services, the Department of State, Department of Labor, Department of Justice, the FDA, and activities of the CDC, global vaccine programs, educational and cultural exchange programs, rental assistance programs, and small business loans. Also in this bill, there is an agreement that includes rules to ease the permits for energy projects. Also in this bill is the cancellation of IRS IRA funds, the bill relocates $20 billion of the IRS new $80 billion from the Inflation Reduction Act. Also, they will continue to collect student loan payments and charging interest, but also work requirements for food stamps eligibility. Um, They decided to change the hours. So now you can work up to 80 hours per month for people that are between the ages of 18 through 54. And this little piece that they put in the bill only has a certain time frame for it. So it will expire in 2030. 
And there are exemptions for people that are under the age of 24 that are veterans, foster kids, and homeless. So now I'm going to go into more depth on the requirements for people to get approved for food stamps. So people that are adults without dependents between the age of 51 and 52 must prove that they are working or in school or in training in order to receive food stamps. Now, however, they will expand the age to 54 in October of 2024. Now, I did speak on the little exemptions that they put in the bill, but there are um, some other exemptions as well. So I already know I spoke on the homeless people, veterans, but they also said pregnant people, also people with physical or mental limitation, and people, you know, the age of 24 or younger are all exempt. So I'm going to speak on how much a person can only bring in, depending on the number of people in the household. So in Hawaii, for a one-person household, you can only bring in $1,817. For Alaska, you can only bring in $1,973. And for 48 states, District of Columbia, Guam, and Virgin Islands, you can only bring in $1,580. Now, for a two-person household, Hawaii, you can only bring in $2,457. Alaska, $2,670. For the 48 states and District of Columbia and et cetera, you can only bring in $2,137 for a household of three. Hawaii, $3,098. For Alaska, $3,366. 48 states and et cetera, $2,694. Household for four people, Hawaii, $3,738. For Alaska, you can only bring in $4,063. For 48 states and et cetera, you can only bring in $3,250. For a five-person household in Hawaii, you can only make $4,378. Alaska, $4,760. 48 states and et cetera, $3,807. A six-household in Hawaii, you can only bring in $5,018. In Alaska, you can only bring in $5,456. In the 48 states and et cetera, you can only bring in $4,364. In a household of seven. In Hawaii, you can only bring in $5,659. In Alaska, $6,153. In the 48 states and et cetera, you can only bring in $4,921. In a household full of eight people in Hawaii, you can only bring in $6,299. Alaska, $6,849. 48 states and et cetera, you can only bring in $5,478. Now, if there's a household that has more than eight people in Hawaii, you have to make $641 more. In Alaska, you have to make $697 more. And for the 48 states, you have to make $557 more in addition to the eight-person household balance. Now, a lot of states have increased the amount of money you can get in food stamps. Now, the only state that has not increased is Hawaii. Hawaii actually decreased the amount of money you can get for food stamps. For a family of four, the maximum you can get in Hawaii is $1,759. 
Now, the minimum that you can get has stayed the same for the 48 states in D.C. So the minimum amount that you can receive for food stamps is $23, which has been like that since 2023. But I'm going to go into how much money you can receive in food stamps depending on the number of households. So for the 48 states and Washington, D.C., a household of one, you can only get $291. For a household of two, you can only receive $535. Household of three, $766. Household of four, $973. Household of five, $1,155. Household of six, $1,386. Household of seven, $1,532. Household of eight, $1,751. And any additional person, $219 is added on to the additional previous amount you can receive for a household of eight. So now I'm going to give my input on all this. And I will say I don't agree with, with what they put in the bill that Joe Biden signed to continue the student loans payments. And adding interest on that, I don't agree with that because they already know it's hard for a lot of people out here. A lot of people not even say that. So why are y'all continuing that? But the reason why they're doing this so they can have money coming in because they just stood here and made some changes to try to save money. So we got to pay our student loans now so they can have some type of money coming in is basically... What it, what it seems like to me. But another thing is, I will say, is that the fact that they say you can not work more than 80 hours a month to get approved for food stamps is ridiculous. You mean to tell me you basically can only work two weeks. That is dumb. When a lot of the rent prices are going up, they're over $1,000 in some places. And especially different cities or states, depending on where you stay, uh, rent is 2000 or more dollars. Because the people that are full-time, we can't get it. Now, people that are part-time, they can. If you are part-time and you're trying to apply for food stamps, you can't work no more than 20 hours a week. That's the issue. And like I said, we as full-time people, we can't get it. So... If you part-time, I mean, you can try, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you got money in that savings account, don't even think about it because they will check that savings account. I won't ever forget when I was in college and it was when, you know, the inflation, everything went up and I'm in school working part-time, but I was in school full-time and I remember I applied to see if I can get approved because I was like, golly, everything high. And I won't ever forget, they literally asked me so many questions. I thought I was being investigated for murder. I said, what in the world? They asked how much, you know, my rent is, you know, light bill, water bill, all my other bills. They wanted documentation of my bank statements, how much is in my checking and savings account. They wanted documents of how much financial aid I was receiving from my school. And I even had to go to my school and had somebody from the financial aid office sign the sheet of paper. And I was just like, what in the world? And then in the end, just not to get approved, which I thought was crazy. Because I was like, I thought you was in school, you know, full time. 
you would get approved. But no, because the lady said that I was working more hours. I was just a little bit over. But I was just like, okay, you know. After she denied me, I said, I'm not applying ever again. I'm not. Forget this. Because I think at that time, I'm not, I can't fully remember. I thought you could only work up to 25 hours if i'm not mistaken if you was part-time it might have been 20 but that's what i thought um also if you are doing any type of doordash or lyft or uber anything like that just to get some money on the side you might as well don't even want to apply because they check your bank statements i promise you they do if they see $200 coming in from DoorDash or something, sweetheart, that's more money that's coming in that you said that you don't even bring in. So that's the issue about it. That's why I say like, it's dumb to me that you can't work no more than 80 hours a month. But also if it's a one household, you know, you can't make no more than $1,580. Or more, depending on what state you're living in. And that's before taxes as well. So that's the thing. That's why I say full-time people, we definitely can't get it. And I'm not going from full-time to part-time. Because number one, I don't even know how I'll be able to afford my rent. My rent is over a thousand dang on dollars. So absolutely not. I feel like that will just make my problems even more worse. Working full-time has helped me. But I ain't gonna lie, I, I really do wish I made more, but um, I'm grateful, you know, at least I don't have to take money out of my savings to, you know, pay my bills. So that's the good thing about it. That's why I'm like, I won't ever go to part-time just over some stupid food stamp. That's not going to help me. I got my credit card. I got paid off. I mean, the, the cost of living, I don't see how it's going to go down anytime soon. So I really don't see how any of us will really benefit from food stamps if we can't work no more than 80 hours a month, which is insane because how much rent is in a lot of states and different cities, no rent is $800 anymore. So it's like you talking about rent that is a thousand dollars or more and depending on what city or state you live in you're probably paying two thousand or three thousand dollars okay how in the world do you expect these people to pay this rent and on top of the other bills they have on top of that with only 80 hours a freaking month that is stupid i don't know who in the world came up with that idiot idea but i'm like the math ain't mathing they don't care. I'm like, okay, are y'all not calculating right? Look at the cost of living. What if we have car payments? Then you got the car insurance, you got your phone bill, you got gas, water light bill, the student loans. If you got credit card payments you have to make. I mean, they're not thinking about all the stuff that we have to do. Then you got to think about groceries if you got kids. So it's like, I mean, come on now. 80 hours a month? They're trying to stress us out. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is why a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people that are full-time are working side hustles. So if you're working full-time and you also got to work 
one or two different part-time jobs just to make way, sweetheart. I don't know how the, the part-time people get through. I don't know how. I have no idea how y'all getting through because I'm telling you being full-time and I'm still like, dang, you know what? I'm going to need more money. And I'm also trying to figure out a side hustle to do myself because with the cost of living that is just going to keep rising, I have to prepare myself for that. And it's not going to help if I'm relying on the stupid system for food stamp okay that's just groceries but think about all the other type of bills you have how are they going to help you with that you have other things to worry about so it's just better off to just work full-time and work all this extra and at least you know you can be able to save at the same time but I also want to mention the fact that they said the minimum you can get for food stamps is $23. Are you kidding me? That is the minimum? You know, you guys won't keep that because, honey, that is me. That's literally me. The minute you buy me, oh, that's $23. I mean, they should have increased the minimum, but this is why I'm like, you know what? I'm not applying for it. My sister asked me. My friend asked me. I told them no. And I asked my sister. She said, no, she's not going to apply for it because she works full time as well. Even though she has a kid, my nephew. But still, um, if you have a kid, sometimes you still don't get approved. Now, for the part-timers, you might. But um, I know for full-timers, you don't. Because honestly, I thought if you had a kid, Regardless of whether you was full-time or part-time, I thought you would get approved. But no, because my neighbor, she has three kids. She said her first kid, she didn't even get approved. And she said she didn't get approved until her second child. So uh, to get approved and you got a kid, I'm assuming you probably got to be part-time for that. I feel like anyone want to um, apply, you can. If you don't, I think that's the best option and just make as much money as you can because y'all, they don't care about us. I'm telling you, you got to be at the bottom, which a lot of us already are, but they're still not trying to help us. So it's like, okay, you know what? That's the issue that I don't like about the, um, the system in America is that it's rigged. They don't try to help us out at any way. When we at the bottom, we got to pull our own self out. They don't help. So that's the issue about it. But that is all for today. Next weekend, I'll be talking about Deobra Redden, the man that jumped on the judge. So thank you all for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I hope you all have a lovely day.